0: If I put myself aside, the greatest rapper in Ghana is Sakode. Whether you like it or not, that's the greatest rapper. And never forget that.
1: What's up guys welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast showbiz university have you guys noticed how fast the year is going i mean we are halfway through the year already we have 178 days left as a Today, Friday Charlie. you did there You did talk say, oh, I go do I go do you are, How far How far with your New year resolution? What have you done so far? July started last weekend And all of a sudden We yeah, are seven days through already Charlie. Do fasto Do fasto I go repeat myself Do fasto Anyway, welcome to Showbiz University My name is King Kwekul Mensah The voice you'll be hearing For the next 30 or so minutes If it's your first time Listening to Showbiz University We've got great segments On this show Welcome Welcome to the big family So on Showbiz university. We do lecture time where we talk about topics we need to talk about. Always. I say this reason why I say we need to talk about it is on a regular entertainment show's in Ghana would not talk about these topics. They would they would just brush on it, not go deep into it but we on Showbiz University we go as, as deep as speaking to the people that we need to hear their voice, you get me? So we have interviews, we speak to leaders we speak to corporate people, everything in the entertainment and showbiz, all the stakeholders, we bring them on board on Showbiz University's lecture time and we have a serious conversation or we have a good conversation or to arrive at a great answer or solution to something you get it then we have just corner if you're a fan of entertainment news if you're a fan of gossip and all that sexy comes your way every episode of showbiz university and brings you all the four one ones on just corner and then my favorite segment on the podcast is your mind day where we ask questions that you are bothered about about money about relationship about friendship about growth anything about the streets charlie Anything, we ask on your mind day and we seek your response and reactions. This is where we get interactive with you. So you make sure you use the hashtag ShowbizUni, hashtag ShowbizUni. Anytime you want to get interactive with me, Kinko Kwakumenta, or any other person on Showbiz University, use the hashtag ShowbizUni. Then our last segment is weekend playlist. So since Showbiz University airs on Fridays, we make sure we give you 10 banging songs you can vibe with, you can go on your weekend with. 10 songs from Ghana, Nigeria, across Africa. And the water to large weekend playlist. So what we are going to do going forward is we will create this playlist and put it on Spotify, Audio, Mac as well, so you can listen to it anytime. Play it in your cars or on any device that you deem fit. So guys, let's move straight into our lecture time. When Grammys announced the new categories they introduced best African music performance category alongside other three categories and they listed Afrobeats they listed uh, highlife and uh, other African genres in there as a possibility that African acts can finally win Grammys it opened up a whole conversation on social media and other platforms as well but one question or one submission that I had in me that I never shared anywhere was, this category was created for Nigerians on the period. Yes, I mean the best African music performance category for 2024 is for Nigerians. Why I'm saying that? If you study the trajectory of Nigerians, if you study what Nigerians have been doing over the past years, guy, you don't need to be told that this category was created for them. Without this category, Burna Boy was already winning Grammys. Without this category, Nigerian acts were performing on big platforms internationally. They had more international appeal, more than most of the African countries. Without this new category created at the Grammys, they were performing at the World Cups, at the closing ceremonies of FIFA championships. They were headlining uh, concerts around the globe. They were filling up stadiums. Guy, these are the criteria you need to meet. To be able to bag an award international appeal so the question that my mind has been riddled with is what are nigerians doing right to end them all these gigs we're seeing them play internationally what what are they doing right who in ghana needs to do what to get Ghanaian artists also performing at all these categories or at all these events to get these Ghanaian acts, the Sakhodias, the Stoneboys, the Shatawalis, the Jackies, the Blackos, not supporting acts, but headline acts. Last week was Afro Nation in Portugal. Bernaboy was headlining a day. Davido was headlining a day. We had Kamido perform, we had Jackie perform, we had um, Blacko Sharif perform as well. It was great. I mean, they performed at um, a bigger platform, it was an international stage, but they did not headline it. Going forward, how do we get these are uh, cuts, headlining events? These are some of the questions that I think about and I don't have answers to and it, 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 it hurts my core. We had an interesting conversation with music producer and former rapper, Ball J. Ball J of Ball J Beats. Yes, if you're part of the Azonto and Hip Life era, then you will know Ball J Beats. Yes, so we sat down with Ball J Beats. We talked, we had a lengthy conversation. This guy is a whole book of wisdom. So we spoke about raising A-list artists in Ghana with global standards for the international award and global stage. So let's go take a listen to the interview real quick. While we're back, we'll move on straight to the other segments. This is still Showbiz University and you're listening to us on Spotify, Audio Mac, Apple, and Google Podcast. If you compare both eras, your era and this new era of musicians, which era would you say had the toughest time in the music industry? Is it your era or business era? Yes,
0: you know, with our time, starting like 2000s, there was no TikTok or anything. So people think that it was hard for us. It's still hard today. It's, it's probably it's the same thing. What what, what what The only difference now is that you got a chance to blow up easily now, but there was too much traffic on that method. Like back in the days, you should have a record label to hold maybe VIP back in the days and when their songs are, are being signed as, I mean, if you got to deal with a uh, record label, that's it. You're going to blow up, even if your, your music is crap, you know, because you're going to be on the few stations. Back in the days, the stations were few, the TV stations were few. So when they pay, it covers the whole of Ghana. I'm talking of, about Ghana in precise. So the difference is back in the days, music business was lucrative. Especially if your sound is good and you have a deal. If you, if you don't have a deal, you have to go around paying payola, payola, payola. And and because your money you don't reach up to... You, and, and that same story is today. The only difference today, me and you know, TikTok, social media, Instagram, Facebook, and all that. Um, Everybody got a chance to show something. But the problem with that now too is there's too much traffic. So we have people blown up for three four six months and they're gone back in the days you can have somebody blown up for like five years somebody can blow up like a whole year with just one song two year with just one song nowadays you can have people blow up today and the next three weeks you got a new song in town because everybody got a chance now it's a good chance with a chance with social media but there was high traffic over there and and record labels still work today and most of the record labels are not really happy because of this social media because they could be pushing an artist distributing the songs on all on marketing and everything and an artist will come up and blow up on on TikTok and the whole the whole um what do you call it attention just switches and the record labels don't really like that so what the record labels are doing now is they're working with the social media promotions and at the same time they are doing their distributions with the sony and all that so record labels are still working just like back in the days but the upcoming has a chance to put your music out there and they have a chance to be heard from your views and your likes but how long are you going to stay there and now that's when you keep your brand to the next level keep recording good songs and even there's another change in terms of recording back in the days we can record a song like once in a week one good song or you can write all your songs in the house and come and record it but now we have a lot of studios and Even the sound quality has changed because we have new equipment, but people can just, anybody can just mix a song. And because of the advantage of a good um, system, people have that standard music. So we have a lot of good music in the system now, even without too much of a mix. But back in the days, you really have to mix well because we didn't have big mixes. You have to be in a very big studio to work with a very big mixer, mixing console, and which was hard. And if you want to work at home, back in the days you're gonna have a poor mix, but now you can have your laptop and everything is easy. Mm-hmm. But there's traffic to that. We have a lot of people doing that.
1: Right.
0: So the record labels are. So the record labels are still significant in the picture.
1: Right. But are there any specific changes in uh, this music industry that stands out to
0: Yes. Yes, there was a there was a there was a big change because the world is now small now, and it's all about social media again. It's like we are being heard, we are being heard. Like it's like way back we had um, high life. People came to learn high life in Ghana, went back to their countries, and they called it um, different genres, Afrobeat and all that. And and we know the roots of Afrobeats. Like they came back 1967 with Fela and the trumpeter for Africa Ten. They came to learn and then now they took it to their countries and they knew it was from a place in Africa. So they, they were not selfish. They called it Afro, Afro beats. And that, that's what we have, the Afro music, Afro beats and all these genders coming from Ghana. And, and Ghana was a good contribution. But the difference now is we are, we are all trying to take the lion from the jungle and Nigeria has put, in, has put the lion in the zoo. So it's like Ghana is like a jungle and Nigeria has turned Afro music to um, um, a business. So the the new change now that because of social media, those with the money, those with investment, those with the advertisement, those with, with the music being published and being distributed with money are being heard all with advantage of social media. But the truth is it all started from places like Ghana, and and Cote d'Ivoire, Mali. That's where the real indigenous African afro um, Afropolitan music started. So the change now in terms of marketing is social media has made the world and DJ Khaled hear people like the um, Black Sharif and all that. And, and it's all with the power of social media that we are now in the BT Awards and nominated for Grammy Awards and all that. Mm.
1: It's good you, you're there and that. So let's. Search the conversation to uh, that. If you guys had social media back in your time, do you think Ghanaian artists would have made headlines like what the Nigerian artists are doing now?
0: Um, even if we had social media back in the days, it would still be the same answer because we would have been doing the same things now. And what what makes us blow up is not just social media. It's social media and investment. All these artists hitting form and blowing up from Nigeria and South Africa with a piano are in record labels and doing distributions. So the social media is an advantage that Ghanaians might blow up if it was if it was back then. If social media was there back then, but there's still something missing. The record labels are not pushing the artist to the next level. So Black Sherry, for example, is, is, is a big tool from social media results, but he jumps into a record label after that. Because look at the variable, every artist that blows up from social media, if he's left on social media, that's when the doomsday come. Because music is business. So right after social media, you should quickly get into business. Black Sherry got into business with management, I think a couple of times, and he's everywhere. So it's good music, social media, music distribution and marketing. So it's not just about social media. It's just a pedestal for you to get um, the benevolent, the, and, and what the, sh- the love you shown to the game is going to give you a result in social media. But that's not where it ends. It's just an easy path. So back in the days, if we had social media in Ghana, Nigerians would still take over because they have investment. It's not about the music. Ghana has good music, but we don't have investors who invest in music. So social media will give the artists a chance, and I don't even think Black Sharif is working with a whole team from Ghana. Even Black Sharif has Nigerians in his team, and that's what we need in Ghana. It's not just social media. So take it back. Ghana will still be behind Nigeria, and that's a fact. If, even if social media was back there in the 90s or two th- early 2000s. Mm. Unless we change and implement a, um, a system that looks like we are really into business. There's only a few record labels like uh, Sounds of Destiny, um, Lynx Entertainment, and maybe Rough Town with Wendy Shea and Ebony. These are the ones that are really pushing the artists. The rest are just playing games. Look at someone like Patapa. He's a, another tool of social media, but Patapa is not in the record label now. If Patapa was in Nigeria, nobody could touch Patapa because we have an art and we have a record label that can touch him, hold him, and take him to the next level. We don't have a lot of that in Ghana. That is the problem. Social media is just a tool. Social media is just a tool, but after that, where do you go as a question?
1: If you take your, you cast your mind back to two years from now, yeah. and read back to today you'd see almost all the big stages yeah uh fifa world cup the opening the video performed although stone boy got to perform at a fun yeah. festival in doha yeah. um, the uefa championship final bet award the video performed yes Burner boys headlining concerts selling out stadiums yeah. Like our Nigerian brothers yeah. and sisters yeah. are taking over yeah. and doing the most internationally. And then I ask myself, what's happening to our Ghanaian acts, who are equally as good as the Nigerian acts? So how do you, in your opinion, with everything that you've done back in the days, and as a sound engineer, what do you think we can do better as Ghanaian entertainers to get our acts also winning BETs, winning Grammys like two times like Boy, or even getting featured on a BET stage to perform.
0: The Banner Boy, Whiskered, and Davido things is, 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 is a good picture, it's beautiful. We keep asking why Ghanaians cannot do that. Ghanaians are already doing that, but we don't have a lot of artists like that going that far. Look at Kitty. Kitty has a song with Tiger. We we are sometimes in Ghana thinking that we are not that big. When you go to Nigeria, they talk about Kitty, they talk about Fuse, and the reason why you talk about Kitty and Fuse is that the only difference between Kitty and Fuse is that they are into serious management and, and plugs. I mean plugins to different networks of music distribution that Burna Boy and the Whiskers have. Just that the Burna Boy and the Whiskers has a upper level of connections. So it's all about connections. And number two, the music. Nigerian music sometimes you don't even understand the language but they have a tone that looks and looks very commercialized to the Western world. Ghanaians have more of a country side of music and and we have to just put it to the next level. That's why we have people like Black Sheriff getting that Ghanaian tone on a drill beat and the drill beat is from the Western world and he tries to push a Ghanaian tone on it. Black Sheriff doesn't sound like a Nigerian. He sounds like a Ghanaian. Listen to him very well he Sounds like really really like a Ghanaian. We need more of that. Now most of the Ghanaians I see now are sounding like Nigerian So it's like you're not the original person like we came to your country. We took your beat We came to Ghana. We took your beat. We take it back 1969 We call it Afrobeat and now we are singing a Nigerian melody on it Remember, Nigerians are also African, so they have the African drum on it. So when Benna Boy comes with a song like that, you as a Ghanaian, you're going to be familiar with it and you love it. But you're not going to hear a high-life tone on it. You're only going to hear a, a high-life beat that is called Afrobeat. They take your guitars off, they put their guitar on it, or put an R&B guitar that the Western world would like, and they sing their Nigerian tone on it. And you in Ghana will be struggling because you still want to sing a high-life song in the old way. What we have to do as Ghanaians, like people like Kevin Boy, look at Camido, doing well. So I can tell you that, I promise you that if we, st- we keep on having people like Fuse, Kitty, Camido, and, and um, Kevin Boy, in the next five years, Ghana will take over. It's a gradual thing. Ghana is high life, hip life and hip hop. And Nigeria is high life now called Afrobeats. So it's like they took it from us. But we're still Africa, so it's no war, it's beautiful, but the only way for us to get to the Grammys is for us to sound a little bit Western mixed with our Ghanaian tone. Now, most Ghanians like, sound like Nigerians, which is not it's not original. Yeah. We, you look at Aquabua, Aquabua is sounding very high life, but the only problem with me personally with Aquabua is he has to get beats that are more western and he put his voice on it. A little bit of English, I think he has English songs, and also the team for Aquabash. should just get up, and I think Ghana will be these are the artists that can really take Ghana to the next level. We have the chance, but I think we have we need more tools in our record labels, right? Right,
1: you, you said it perfectly. I mean, uh, we could have. I could have broken down the questions into segments. Oh, okay. Just answer yeah, okay. the whole question oh, okay. with one take, and that's very beautiful. There are some tunes mm. that are saying some artists that made it to the top fest yes. were selfish with their connections, with their plugs. But with the Nigerians, they shared their plugs. Yes. So when the video features Chris Brown, You'll see Omale also featuring Chris Brown, you see this person also featuring yes, Chris Brown, yes. when this person comes. Yes. But in Ghana, when one act features maybe an act internationally, it stays there, they don't share their connections. Would you also say that is. do No,
0: I don't, I, don't, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. I don't, I don't think Ghanaians are not that selfish. I don't believe Ghanaians are selfish. We have selfish people in every country, but Ghanaians really share. But the question is, when they share with you, do you have the money to pay Chris Brown? In Nigeria, we have these oil investors investing in all these artists. i give you the link, i give you Chris Brown's number to have a song to do with. And it's possible for a Nigerian to feature Chris Brown, even possible for five Nigerian artists to feature Chris Brown. We can have people in Ghana bring in Chris Brown, but we, you know, we're not gonna have a lot of artists able to feature Chris Brown. So in the conclusion, we are gonna say, Ghanaians don't like sharing. It is business. Chris Brown wouldn't come to Ghana and feature an artist that is not doing well. Unless personally he wants to, but mostly it's in business. And in the business world in Ghana, most of the artists don't have that money to feature Chris Brown. So it's not really about a connection. It's really about, can you foot the bill? And, And we are really behind. Interesting. So how do you
1: see the evolution of Ghana music over the years? In the future, what do you think Ghana music will look like?
0: Oh yeah, it's, it's good. Look at Beyoncé and Shetawali. It's, it's great. Look at um, Benabo and, um, and Black Sharif. It's good. Kamido is everywhere. So we, we keep playing our beats and also serving the artists and putting um, Ghana on the map. But I think what we need now is our own sound. I keep on saying it. We came in the jungle with our sound called High Life. Now it is called Afrobeat in the zoo by Nigerians, and we all know we are Afrobeats, but it's not a fight, we are all African. So let's take African music to the next level, but we need our sound. Go to South Africa, it's Amapiano. Go to Nigeria, they say Afrobeat. Come to Ghana, it's hip life or high life. If we're gonna come out with something like Azonto, we can come back to, with it again. It's all about we having a panel understanding that this is the genre we want to stand on. I keep on saying this, when Azonto was out, People were like, yo, Azonto is the biggest in Africa, that Wapaganga style did a remix, mm-hmm. I mean he did a song just like an Azonto, it was having billion views, that was Azonto from Ghana, with likes of Sarkodie, De Aguru, EL and lots of artists, but we didn't put it inside our categories of awards. Up to today, we still have the categories of reggae music in, in Jamaica. But today we have reggae music in Ghana and we dropped Azonto. That is a problem. We have Afrobeats in Nigerian awards. What happened to Azonto? We don't understand the business. We just think that when we make money from a Jenna, put it into your categories. Put it into your, your, your awards in Ghana. And now we can hold and now... Put it into your words in Ghana, and now we can hold Azonto as a jenna in Ghana. So when somebody from the diaspora comes to Ghana, we know there's something called Azonto. Nobody remembers Azonto now. Everybody's saying Afrobeat. Maybe today, Azonto would have been called Afrobeat. And whatever whatever we are hearing today could have still been called Azonto. So um, the next time Ghana get a hit song, we got to name it and put it in the awards. All
1: right. All right. Um, the, I could hear the pain <laughs> in your voice When you're talking about Azonto music Because I know Oh yeah were like A serious <laughs> pioneer yeah. of Azonto hmm. Does it hurt you that Such a beautiful journal of music Was relegated to the background Because there were a section of people That believed it was championed by dance And it's, it was one way It was like mediocre for,
0: for a moment. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Um, it, could, it could have been like, uh, um, my pain is just that people don't understand music the way I do, and some few people in Ghana do. Azonto was our chance to blow it up. Fuse did it, Grew did it, a lot of people did it. But the problem is, people thought it was a dance. Fine, it was a dance, but we still should have used that opportunity to put it inside the categories that'd be in the list. That is the whole. We had to work all over again and Aikida came and of made the whole thing worse. Because we were Ghana, Ghana don't really understand categories in, in terms of music. They really understand dance. Because since I was a kid, I heard Bobby Brown dance, I heard the Shu Peru dance and all that. So Ghana is all in, in categories of types of dance. So now we have this dance tomorrow, that dance, but they don't really look at the the genre of music and that is our downfall so um, the next time even if a dance comes to Ghana we should try and put it into the categories and what I'm saying they hear it they will not do it the Nigerians will take it and we say they are better than us we are all the same we are just not doing our homework well
1: Right. Thank you so much yes. for sharing. Yes. This was insightful. Yes. But before we go, um, what can we expect from Borger in terms of new projects, collaborations, and initiatives within the music industry?
0: Yes, I've been on a halt now. I mean, a, a great pause. I've been in the kitchen trying to get a new sound for where I come from that's Ghana. And we, we, we try to come up with a Azonto era, it was good, al was good, now it's Afrobeats everywhere. And, and we also part of the Afrobeats, but I feel like, yo, Ghana, man, we gotta put something out there from Ghana and still do Afrobeats, because we do hip-hop, we do everything, but we, we gotta put something out there. 2024 is coming, and I feel like all these artists in Ghana are all under the umbrella of Afrobeats, from Camido and um, uh, Kevin Boy. Um, Black Sharif and all that, they are all under the umbrella of Afrobeat. I'm not saying that's all they do, but their biggest songs are under Afrobeat. And it's not a problem, but let's find ourselves. Let's do something and say, oh, this is from Ghana. You might think it's not important, but at the end of the day, when we are about to go to the Grammys and the BET, they'll ask you, "What what what is your originality? You know, so that is... My my homework now, I'm trying to come out with a new sound. Even though I'm still doing the sound that people um, um, would request for me to do, I'm trying to get a new sound that I'll get to the artist so we can have something from Ghana. I believe her life is still alive, so let's just keep it alive.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Would you say Black Sharif is our show bet in a chance or a, a window to win the Grammys? Would you say Black Sharif is? Looking at what you've said so far, yeah. um, how much you've praised him yeah. and all that, would you say Black Sharif is gonna bets, uh, bet in winning the Grammy?
0: Oh, for real, Black Sharif is gonna show bets in winning the Grammy because he, he's got a team. He's got a distribution. He's got people to back him up. And the ultimate, he's gotta write songs. And ultimately, he's got to write songs. So it's it's not just about um, his music, it's about the whole entourage, you know? And I believe he's gonna grab a Grammy, unless unless something comes distorting um, what he's doing. Like, let's say another artist comes and this and that, and it happens all the time, but I think he's gonna get categories and even grab the Grammy because DJ Khaled had Black Sharif. Think about it. That's how far Ghana has gone to.
1: Uh, right. So um, the Grammy introducing in Highlight, Afrobeat, and uh, the whole Best New African Music performance. Um, what's your take on that? There are those who are saying this category was just created for Nigerians. Reason being that already the indigenous sound, Best International Act has been won by Nigerians a lot of times. Mm. Best African Performance has been won by Nigerians a couple of times. By boys Grammys and uh, Angelique Kijo. So introducing High Life, Ghana is not the only country in Africa that does High Life. And when you say Afrobeat, it's automatically for Nigerians. So how do we put our foot forward, except uh, bringing up new sounds, as you said? It's mostly
0: gonna be Afrobeat because looking at it annually, what has been everywhere is Afrobeat. So what do we have to also show that, we, we can do afrobeats because Afrobeat's from Nigeria, Nigerians are, gonna, uh, are in Africa, fine. But what I believe is is we should now come with artists that has the same Afrobeat vibe and call it hip life or call it high life. Why are we so scared of that? Because to me, I believed Afrobeat was everything Africa. I never knew it was from Nigeria. Because back in 2016, I was doing songs, pushing Afrobeat, 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 or even on my hip-hop Afrobeat songs, and nobody was saying nothing. And I never thought of Nigeria something. We love Nigeria, okay? But if Nigeria is saying Afrobeat now, we should also say Hot Life, even if you are playing an Afrobeat. So now the competition becomes like, I heard an Afrobeat, and it's called Afrobeat. And I heard Kelvin Boy doing an Afrobeat, but it's called Her Life. Then now we're going to see what is, who is who and who is what. I mean, that is what I believe in. Because if tomorrow, Black Sharif, or let's say tomorrow, DeVito comes with a song sounding just like um, Afrobeat, and Bernard Boy comes with a song sounding just like Afrobeat, then maybe Thames has another song sounding just like Afrobeat, and they call it Her Life. Every Ghanaian will start liking Her Life now. We got to believe in ourselves because it's a name put on it as Afrobeats, Fine, that's their name. But I didn't know Nigeria as Afrobeats, honestly. And a lot of people didn't know that. Everybody knew Afrobeat was an African thing. That was everywhere coming from Ghana, Togo, um, Cote d'Ivoire, Nigeria itself as Afrobeat. But today, we, we all know that the originality of Afrobeat started Genesis from Nigeria, which I never knew about it. So if so, all these artists in Ghana should be proud of themselves and come out with song and still call it her life. Can you do that? Can you really do that? That is a question for you. If you can really stand on her life for 20 and more years, like Nigerians are still saying reggae, then that makes you a real Ghanaian musician. Great. Right.
1: So let's end with your advice for young aspiring musicians who aim at making an impact in the music industry. So.
0: I still record music and I'm trying to use the social media the right way I don't want to come out and just do anything that everybody's doing if you want to blow up as a young artist coming Use social media as the means But remember social media is gonna print and have a footprint on your brand and it's gonna stick forever If you do wrong things, it's gonna stick in the minds of people forever and it's a very nice tool, but delicate balance so do good songs don't just pour songs out there every day we know the algorithm and all these things work out for you to get more views but it's all about taking your time and getting the right song get the right team and in ghana what we should do now is that most of these artists should start searching for investors it's not just about social media otherwise you're just going to blow today the next month you're gone So that's my advice for all these artists. It's still the same thing. It's still music business. You need a manager, you need a role manager, you need um, an advisor, a lawyer, you need, um, um, what do you call it, online stores, managers, you need curators, you need playlists, you need all these things. It's not just about um, what do you call it? Creative um, content. You can create content, but if somebody created content more than you You are off the next day, but if your music is good and you have good um uh, what do you call it? Um, um, promotion and marketing. I think That is what will take you to the next level. So do your good music, but make sure you have the right team and that is the hard part of it That's the hard part of it. So you still got to do that social media is just here to make things more easier for you, but There was traffic over there, so set your record label.
1: Before you go, who is the greatest rapper of all time in Ghana?
0: The greatest rapper of all time is a rapper that can test time and pain, can go through a lot of things, downfalls and upfalls, can go through freestyles and murder a lot of artists, murder a lot of artists. The greatest rapper of all time in Ghana, is a rapper that can stand the test of time, again I say, with pain, joy, entertainment, hardcore music, commercial music, from time to time, year-by-year, year, good music videos. When you punch a line, it brings money to the pocket. He's not just doing word plays, He's punching lines with money in the pocket. If I put myself aside, the greatest rapper in Ghana is Sako Whether you like it or not, that's the greatest rapper. And never forget that.
1: All right, guys, so we're back into the studios after the interesting conversation with Jay. Now, Ceci is here to bring us all the 411s in the entertainment industry with Just Corner.
2: Hi guys. Happy new Month to all of you. This is your girl Ceci. This is the first episode for this month and I'll urge you guys to share the link. Use the hashtag ShowbizUni. uni. So it's been an interesting week with a lot of entertainment news. I'm bringing you just three hot stories. First of all, let me say congratulations to Afrobeat sensation Olive the Boy. Olive the Boy has been named in top five most streamed Ghanaian artists of the first half of the year. He wasn't only named. He actually topped it. He beats black sheriff stone boy kin promise and others as the most streamed Ghanaian artist of 2023 this guy has been his song has been shazam the most shazam song so far the next highest is kin promise then followed by black sheriff jackie stone boy and the others this report was compiled by music data analytics giant chat metrics and sound chat and also olive the boy has been co-signed by mr easy and kin promise yeah so that's another good news for the 20 years old congratulations Olive the boy. Okay, guys, another hot entertainment story is about Sakodia, Try Me. It's rather unfortunate that Sakodia's Try Me song has been removed from Spotify and Apple Music because someone uploaded the unauthorized version. On Monday afternoon, fans of Sakodia realized that the song was no longer on Apple Music and other streaming sites. So social media started talking about, ah, why? Sakodia, why is your music not on Spotify and other Apple Music? Why? Why? What's wrong? Have they taken off the music? Is it because of the words you use? In the song MOG Beats actually has to come and clear the air so this is what he had to say in the tweet this guy uploaded the song right after it was leaked the guy cash out uh, Apple Music and Spotify figures say he be the rightful owner the success team is working on it to take it down ASAP continue streaming on all other platforms I have a problem with the first line he said what this guy uploaded a song right after it was leaked so are they trying to tell us that the song was leaked or it wasn't released from Sakodia or what? I don't understand this tweet how can you tell us that the song was leaked something that people were promoting and all that even MOG actually came to tweet that people should stop DMing him because he, he was only asked to cook the music he only cooked the music and then he did his job and then he gave the song to Sakodia. but yeah it's rather unfortunate like Sakodia's song is not on Spotify and Apple Music because someone actually had the song uploaded before him and then Spotify thinks that the guy is a rightful owner and not Sarkodier and when Sakodia had uploaded what well, the song has been taken down in a whole lot. My test story is Perfect Match Esha, We are about to end the show. It is the grand finale coming up this Sunday, 9th of July. We have three finalists: Bella and Kodak, Etonam, and lovely Grace and Bebelino. So yeah, Kobella. Etoli and then the Grillinos. Congratulations to them. You can all tune in to TV3 and watch the final 8pm shop. Thank you guys. See you on the next episode. Bye. So
1: that was Sassy with headlines from the entertainment industry. But this week as well, uh, the government of Ghana turned its eye to the tourism and cultural aspect of the whole entertainment industry while the Kwame Nkrumah Memorial Park was commissioned. Yes, finally was open to the Public after renovation, and I'm hearing they used three million and three point something million US dollars to renovate it. Someone was making an expensive joke that how much does it cost to put up a whole stadium, and uh, the government using three point something million US dollars to renovate something that already exists. Yes, they did it, and we like what they did. The minister for tourism said uh, he was going to make sure that before 2024, uh, the Osu tourism sites in Osu and other parts of Ghana will also get a facelift. We like that. But honorable minister, we are still waiting for the amphitheaters you promised us. So please do well to deliver on your promise. Your mind day segment is next. I mean the world will be bottom we are with the guy. Something is wrong with you. On your mind day segment for this week, I mean, last week we asked you a question: what is one lesson you've learned from your previous relationship, or what is one thing that your ex has taught you that you will never forget? So let's read some comments that came with people who use the hashtag ShowbizUni. I keep stressing on it. Make sure you use the hashtag showbizuni if you want to get interactive with us if you want your comments to be read on your mind day segment or if you have any concerns or anything you want to tell us on showbiz university use the hashtag showbizuni let's read some comments that came out from the question what lesson have you learned from your previous relationship so chris bab says do backup garden if you know, you know. Chris Bob, you are a bad boy. You are a bad boy. Anyway, so that's comments from Chris Bab. Winnie Misule says, humble, patient and never trust anyone. Hmm, that must be some relationship, huh? Dora Daki says, put yourself first and trust no one. What kind of relationship have you guys been in? nanama says that i should trust no one (laughs) the ladies are saying trust no one trust no one guys we guys we are not doing a good job we are not doing a good job when it comes to relationship because i've read three comments from ladies winemisule says never trust anyone doradaki says put yourself first and trust no one and nanama is also saying that i should trust no one nueki sade says let me read comments so you just came to read comments you you know come to comment some but anyway thank you for using the hashtag straight to question for today I'm asking, if you realize you have feelings for a close friend, listen, if you realize you have feelings for a close friend, do you tell them or you keep it to yourself? This is a comment or a question coming from someone who just witnessed his close friend get married. So over the weekend, I happened to MC at a wedding in Adam and... Uh, we, we after the wedding reception and all that we were having a boys boys moment and it happened to be that one of the guys that were in our midst was kind of feeling the lady who got married and he had the balls to come to the wedding so this conversation broke out at the wedding reception or after the wedding reception when the boys were hanging out so they've been friends for three years now and the guy did not tell her how he felt and the lady went to marry so if you realize you have feelings for a close friend, do you tell them or you keep it to yourself? I would love to read your comments on this one. Make sure you use the hashtag and let's go. Anyway, so on weekend playlist today, let's start with Dope Nation. They've released a new song, Check My Zingo. Dope Nation, Check My Zingo. Everybody can do it. Check my zingo check Check my So that was Dope Nation's new song, Check My Zingo Mr. Drew also has a new song out, he titles Case And it features Sister Fia and Strongman <laughs> <laughs> And if you're a fan of high life music and uh, veterans like Kojonchi and uh, Daddy Lumba, Kojonchi has a remix of his all popular song Adia and he featured exclusive on this one. <laughs> Jeez. Still on high life music, Kwabna Kwabna si is still banging in my ear. So, chale guys, I had to add it to my top 10 banging songs for this week on my weekend playlist. But this week, Shatawale ended up on my top 10 for the first time. I mean, since we started Showbiz University, Shatawale has not been on the weekend playlist. So Shatawale makes a debut on weekend playlist with an acoustic version of his song Philo. She says she
0: wants a rude boy. She know
1: one good boy. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Hold my leg, chuck my throat on my neck. So she want to say I beg you I beg you Non-stop OV Music was here Last week Friday On Showbiz 360 With Giovanni Caleb Where she premiered Her banging new song YOLO YOLI LIVE ONCE She themed the song As a party song After her depressive state So OV Music Makes my top 10 On the weekend playlist With YOLO
2: Tell a DJ Make it bring you right back Ovi vibe You de feel it like that The way I do Nobody do it like that Got the Make it go
1: Guys, if you're a fan of mixtape, then DJ Vyrosky's King Kong 2 mix is very good for you, so you should listen to it. DJ Vyrosky King Kong 2. Now let's move straight into Nigeria. Yemi Alade has Fake Friends coming out. Hey, that reminds me. Wendy Shea is also bringing out a new song, by the way. Also titled Fake Friends. By Yemi Alade's Fake Friends makes my weekend playlist from Nigeria. In Nigeria, DJ Spino features whisked on a song they called Loju.
2: Oh, and,
1: and last on my playlist, Techno is back into the music business, and he calls this one Peace of Mind. Peace of Mind from Techno.
2: I so
1: guys let me run you through the whole weekend playlist once again number one dope nation check my zingo number two mr drew case featuring sister Fia and strongman number three Three featuring exclusive Adia Pena remix number four quabna quabness Siwagedim. number five shatawale with the acoustic version of philo number six yolo from ov number seven dj Byroski's mix king kong two number eight yemi Alade fake friends number nine dj spin featuring Whiskey, loju and last techno peace of mind. So guys, that's all we have for you on Showbiz University episode 9. Make sure you hop on to Spotify, to your Mac, to Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. Rewind the whole podcast and listen to it. You can listen from episode 1 straight up to episode 9. Make sure you share the links to your friends as well. Share the link like Alpha Hour. Share the link. Use the hashtag ShowbizUni anytime you want to get in- interactive with us on social media. Until we meet on another episode, my name is King Kweku Mensah. You heard the voice of Sesi bringing you Just Corner. You heard your Mind Acer you had my weekend playlist and you had an interactive conversation with Bojay Beat. Peace out. Good vibes and positive energy going out to you.